And now, it's time for Lawyers for Jesus Radio, lighting our path through law. A show about faith in the law and in the marketplace. Featuring the partners from the law firm Mauk and Baker. Located in downtown Chicago, Mauk and Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Hello, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Rich Baker, and today we're going to talk with Beth Rokowski, the president of Caring Network Illinois, formerly known as CareNet DuPage, a Christian not-for-profit organization that has been used by God since 1981 to save thousands of lives. I'm an attorney and a partner with a law firm of Malkin Baker here in Chicago. Uh, we're a Christian attorney's firm that focuses on serving the body of Christ with its legal needs. We do everything from zoning and estate planning to not-for-profit administration and religious freedom. You can find out more about us by going to maukbaker.com, that's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com, or call 312-726-1243. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter to keep up to date on developments about faith and the law. Caring Network, our guest today, is the first step for women facing an unplanned pregnancy. Their mission is to provide emotional support, spiritual counsel, and practical help through the many resources such as free consultation and ultrasounds. No matter the need, the Caring Network team welcomes women with compassion and unconditional love. Beth, welcome to the show. I'm thrilled to have you. I have been, by the way, a contributor to Care. Uh, now Caring Network, but I always think of it as CareNet, since 1981, personally. Wow. Also, wow. our firm has been involved with uh, then CareNet, but now Caring Network, since about 2006, I believe, when we first did an amicus curiae brief with the U.S. Supreme Court on the partial birth abortion case, which mm-hmm. um, CareNet was very involved in. So I know quite a bit about this organization, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you on the show today. Um, Why don't you start telling us a little bit about you, how you got involved, and what this organization is all about? Well, thank you. I um, actually started uh, with CareNet DuPage, as we were called at the time, about six years ago. And I was previously the communications director, so I worked with churches and uh, just uh, worked with um, people in churches who wanted to be more involved in volunteering or uh, worked with pastors in helping to uh, partner and figure out how that we could best serve the community together. So, I have a lot I want to go into that because obviously my church has been a pro-life church and involvement in, in ministries like this are very, very important. Uh, tell us a little bit more about CareNet itself. I'm sorry, Caring Network as it's now known. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably have a problem with that all the way through the show since I have been calling you that since 1981. Right. I, I may it, as well. It's a new okay. change. So. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We need to move with the change, don't we? So um, tell us about the organization. What are you doing? And in my introduction, I said uh, you've been involved uh, with saving thousands of lives. Is that true mm-hmm. in terms of it is true. your your local um, branch? It is. It is true. So we were uh, founded 37 years ago, as you said, in 1981, um, really when a group of church and community leaders 
came together with a common purpose. They wanted to end the suffering that they were seeing around them um, from abortion. So they really decided to, instead of just picketing and um, uh, even praying outside of clinics, which is a a wonderful um, response, they decided to take it a step further and follow the example of Christ and reach out with compassion to people who were experiencing an unplanned pregnancy and help them to meet their practical needs and share a truth with them in a loving way. So in this way, they really empowered women to make life-affirming decisions. Uh, So not trying to um, convince anyone of anything that they didn't already believe in their heart, just knowing how many women come in here and say, I do not want to have an abortion, but I feel like I have to have an abortion. In fact, one of our counselors shared that with me not long ago, that she's been here for seven years, and she said, not once have I heard someone say, I want to have an abortion. She said, everyone comes in and says, I, it, I have no other choice. So that makes we're a lot here of sense, to make sure they have choice. It does. That does mm-hmm. It does make a lot of sense because abortion isn't a natural thing. How is it then uh, that abortion has become so prevalent if it if it's so contrary to um, what what we naturally know? Well, um, for starters, it's legal, and it's been legal for over forty years. So, for two generations, people have been making this choice and watching other people around them make this choice, and so often. I think people are affected by what everyone else is doing and don't follow their own heart because um, the fact is I think they just believe that other people are telling them it's okay, so it must be okay, and it's certainly expedient. So in the end, they make the choice and only find out later too often that uh, it was a choice with consequences. So then they have to live with that. This is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Rich Baker of Malkin Baker. Today, uh, Beth Rakowski of Caring Network is with us to discuss uh, their compassionate approach to unplanned pregnancies. So you offer a different message. How do people find out about you and how do they come into your um, service centers? Well, most people uh, end up finding us through the Internet, so that's obviously changed over the years. We've been around for almost 40 years now, and there certainly was no Internet um, early on. So we used to place ads in the Yellow Pages, and we had um, a hotline, and we had all-volunteer counselors who would meet women at a coffee shop. So it's grown a great deal from then. and now we have centers around DuPage County where people can come for help. And the majority of women find us through the Internet. Well, let so me they stop you right there. Saying they need help. OK. There are so many things that you just raised there. First of all, uh, I'm going to ask you, where are these centers in DuPage County? Uh, we have centers in Naperville, Wooddale, um, West Chicago, Glen Ellen, Elmhurst. There you go. You got all five. All right. And if okay. they want to, if they want to look you up on the internet, where do they go? Uh, if for, we have two websites, so one is a help website called pregnanthelp.com, and uh, our ministry website is called caringnetwork.com. So if people and, are interested in supporting us, they can go to caringnetwork.com. Uh, well, that's an important part of this, but so. 
so someone calls or someone looks you up on the internet and then they call. What what are they going to experience if they come in? Uh, they will experience um, someone who truly cares, someone who will meet with them on the spot. We take walk-ins. We uh, make appointments. Our centers are very professionally run. So it's much like going to a doctor's office or a counseling office, and they will meet with someone who will talk with them one-on-one. And after they are comfortable, they end up doing a pregnancy test. The majority of women who come in may not even know that they are pregnant yet. Some have taken a test at home, but usually people are very early in their pregnancy. So we offer pregnancy tests, um, and then they are reading the result right there with someone who cares and can walk through options with them. Um, and then they will often have an ultrasound on the same day so that they can see uh, their baby and hear the baby's heartbeat. And um, then they talk about all the kinds of practical help that they can receive. Well, that leads us in I, that again with so many questions. I would like to talk about ultrasound, but not yet. What kind of practical help uh, do you offer for, the, for these women? Well, we uh, have three churches in the area that act as baby banks for us. So uh, we have many, many churches, almost 100 churches in the area that support us one way or another, many of which um, will do collections of my, baby My church included, by the way. Yeah, yes, been your church in included. <clears throat> and so we will uh, receive donations of diapers, baby food, wipes, all kinds of baby goods, and we distribute these to the three baby banks. And then, um, so a big piece of the practical help is being able to refer women and families who come here for uh, practical goods that they need. But we also have a great network of resources through other church ministries, through other not-for-profits, um, through uh, the county, and we're able to liaise with these different organizations to get people the help that they need. So whether it's housing, whether it's um, needing help with job training, um, any kind of practical need, we've seen it before and we know where to get people the help they need. Well, well I would imagine uh, a major part of a young woman's experience is fear and, and sort of being alone. How do you deal with that? Well, that's true. Um, a lot of women come in and they feel that they are all alone. Uh, they may be afraid to tell their family and feel that their family wouldn't be supportive, or they may have gotten an initial reaction from their family that is not supportive. So uh, we want to just come around her like the body of Christ and uh, and meet her needs, but also help her to feel supported. So our um, counseling team keeps in touch with women. Uh, they don't just come usually for one visit. They may come back multiple times, or we may just keep in contact with them throughout their pregnancy. Uh, the other piece that is so important is that we Beth, like to I'm get them connected. To, oh, okay. I'm going to have to let you uh, pick this up on the second break. Coming up, we will talk, talk further about Caring Network Service and how they are making a difference by saving lives.
Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Rich Baker, partner with the law firm of Malkin Baker, and we're talking with Beth Rakowski, president of Cary Network. Uh, Beth, before the break, we began to talk a little bit about how uh, Cary Network um, ministers to the emotional needs of uh, women who are in a very difficult place. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, women obviously come in uh, in a broken place or they they wouldn't be here in the first place. So uh, we are prepared to meet their needs right where they are in a non-judgmental way. And a big piece of that is sharing truth with them in a loving way, in a Christ-like way, and especially sharing the truth of the gospel. So uh, people are very open to hearing uh, the gospel. It, it, I think so many times we shy away from uh, sharing the gospel with people who are just totally unfamiliar or seem like they are not open to that. But when someone is in a crisis situation, that is the best time to share um, the hope that they need. So um, we want to be doing that and then getting them connected to a local church where they can be uh, experiencing ongoing discipleship. You know, you you say that. um, Your ministry extends beyond... The, the time of pregnancy to other women as well. So, mm-hmm. and that also involves churches. What What is that about? Well, we uh, want to help people get to a better place and we want, we need to be partnering with our local churches in order to do that. Um, we really have a, a similar ministry uh, sharing truth in a loving way. Um, but it's also a very practical partnership because Churches are um, referring people to us uh, who who see them. There are family members within churches who, if they know about us, end up referring people to us. Um, and then there's ongoing support that happens in the church because churches are really equipped to provide that ongoing. So we connect with a lot of women's ministries who will come around and provide ongoing practical support to someone, even a baby shower to a woman who wouldn't otherwise have that. Uh, Beth, I'm just thinking there's been a uh, objection raised to the pro-life movement over the years that, um, well, you just care about getting the babies born and then you don't mm-hmm. care anything about the people. Is that a a fair comment or how do you respond to that? No, I would say that's absolutely an unfair comment. I can see where that comes from, um, but it's really not true. Uh, we are focused on the whole person and serving the whole family and really building um, God's kingdom and doing God's kingdom work. So that does not involve just one and done meeting with someone and uh, trying to accomplish uh, what we see as maybe uh, our specific goal of saving the baby. But God has a bigger plan than that, and we need to be just open to in any way that he would call us to minister to people in need. So it really goes far beyond the pregnancy. We end up seeing people um, and referring them for help sometimes for years after they have a baby. I was going to ask that. So so you actually have contact with a lot of the women and the children uh, after the birth takes place. We do. Women are often just so grateful for the support they've received and they've kept up those relationships with their counselors. So they come in and they uh, express their gratitude and they will bring their children in and our counselors, their offices are filled with pictures of, of the babies and the families that they've served. 
And um, it's just a huge blessing. It's a blessing for us, too, to be able to see um, some of the fruit that's come from the work. I can't imagine the joy when you see some of these children that would not be that now are sitting in the office. It must be just uh, amazing. It is. It's Um, amazing. I want to move on. Another part of your ministry uh, has to do with uh, people who have had abortions. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes. I read a, I read a figure recently, and you may correct me on this. That there are 55 million abortions that have taken place since Roe v. Wade in 1973. That's a lot of people out there. H- it, how do you how do you work with that? Well, I think that is one of the most misunderstood statistics, even as we're talking with churches, why this is an issue that is not outside the church. It's even relevant um, to people inside the church because uh, statistics show that as many as one in three women may have had an abortion in their past. And of women who attend church regularly, it's at least 20%. So every church has a number of women, possibly a great number of women, who have that and are carrying that around, and some of whom have dealt with it and some of whom have not, because it's really not been treated as a grief experience in our society. Well, you say some who have dealt with it and some who have not. Um, I'm going to... Uh, introduce the mid-segment, and then I really want to go into that. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio, and I'm Rich Baker of Malkin Baker. We're speaking with Beth Rakowski of Caring Network, a pregnancy resource center in Illinois. What are so many of these women carrying around? Well, that's tough. Uh, you know, they they uh, feel like sometimes they made the best decision at the time, um, maybe they were pressured into it, uh, but afterwards I, they feel the weight of their own responsibility and sometimes they're carrying the weight around of blaming other people. So that is really um, tough to carry around in a society that is telling you it's not really a grief experience. It's not something that you should be continuing uh, to feel loss over. Um, so we have a program called Restore, and it's a Bible-based program that really helps women to walk through, and men as well. We also serve men who have an abortion in their past, and they um, are able to experience healing by walking through the process of experiencing God's forgiveness and really going through it as a grief experience and coming out on the other side. And so these would be uh, small groups of individuals meeting together in, in, in that process? Yes. So some meet as a group, but uh, they people can meet one-on-one with a volunteer counselor mm-hmm. if that is something that they would prefer. But we have groups that meet all around the, um, in different uh, locations. Many churches will act as a, a location for us where people can come and meet anonymously and, and get the help they need. That sounds like such a wonderful ministry and the the uh, the weight of that. I've always thought that for many people, um, burying those deep grieving emotions is almost like pushing a beach ball underwater. Mm-hmm. At some point, the pressure of it, it just comes to the surface. And, and uh, so I think for so many people, having a place to go 
to find forgiveness, to find a way to grieve, to find uh, a way to move on is such a vital ministry. Um, mm-hmm. you, you've told me that uh, over 100 churches in DuPage County are uh, involved in your ministry. Did I hear that correctly? Yes, in one form or another. So either doing uh, diaper collections for us or um, doing uh, displays and sharing our materials or supporting us financially. But we've been hugely blessed by the churches in this area, and we could not do this without church support. Well, let me ask you again. If a church or a ministry within a church wanted to get a hold of Karenet, how would they do it? Uh, they would uh, go to our website, caringnetwork.com. And I also wanted then to return to the uh, one of your services, which is the ultrasound. Uh, that was probably introduced, what, in the early 2000s? How long have you been doing ultrasounds? It was, yes, uh, since about 2000. And And what is the value of an ultrasound? Well, an ultrasound is really invaluable. We actually have an ultrasound machine at every one of our locations, and we offer that service to women uh, usually on the same day that they come in. So we try to be able to offer that without having to reschedule a visit if possible. And it's a huge truth tool because many women just have been told that it's not a baby, that it's just a clump of cells. And I I would say in hearing our counselors uh, tell stories of the women they've served, um, especially in the ultrasound room, one of the most common things that we hear is someone saying, that's a baby when they see it on the ultrasound machine, because they had no idea. They were told this is not um, anything formed yet, and that's why it's okay. So, Beth, um, if somebody wanted to come in, if somebody in need wanted to come in uh, for your services, what would they do? Where would they call or, or would they go on the Internet or what? Well, we, we have a number um, that people can call. And I'll give you the number. It's 630-455-0300. 630-455-0300. Or they can visit us on the web at pregnanthelp.com. What are you seeing in the pro-life movement these days? Is there any positive news? There is positive news. I think that uh, just coming off of our ultrasound question, that is probably something that has helped the current um, young generation to be a little bit more leaning pro-life. I think... Uh, there's definitely a, a dichotomy in the culture, but we are seeing a lot of positive uh, movement in uh, young people who are pro-life and who uh, don't uh, think that automatically they're going to buy into abortion empowers women. That's really, really a big shift. Uh, Beth, we appreciate your speaking with us today. God's blessing to Caring Network and to all the work that you're doing. This is Rich Baker, and if you have a legal need or a question and want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Malkin Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243 or at maukbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. You're gonna have to save somebody. Yes, indeed, you're gonna have to serve somebody.